Okay, my friends. Today we are reading a story called The Berenstain Bears Love Their Neighbors. And this was written by Jan and Mike Berenstain. And I want you to pay very close, very careful attention to this story because you will learn something in this story that will help you in the future. In fact, even this very minute to look for things that you can do to show love to other people. You know, it's very important to show love for other people, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, those aren't bears. Those, well, they are actually, they're panda bears. <laughs> isn't that amazing? So in, um, in, the, in the cover of this book, well, in this picture, we can see the, uh, that they're in the bear world. There are different kinds of bears. And, well, we knew that, right? Because there's black bears and brown bears and all kinds of bears, right? Polar bears are white. And there's panda bears that are black and white. And there's all different kinds of bears. So it's important for us to love not just the grizzly bears, but all the other bears, too, if we lived in the Bear County. And it's true in our world, too. So today's story is read by Mommy and... We're thinking, hold on. It's important to make this important decision. You never know who you're gonna be. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> So, today's story is read by Mommy and Abby, who is sleeping because that's what he does. He's um, a character from an app, and he's a big, white, fluffy bear-looking guy. So, we're glad he's here. And you just relax, and I will read to you. What do you say? Okay, here we go. The Bear family was quite proud of their handsome treehouse home, and they worked hard to keep it neat and tidy. The trim was freshly painted, the front steps were scrubbed and the windows were washed, the lawn was mowed and the flower beds were weeded. Even the leaves of the tree were carefully trimmed and clipped. Now, <clears throat> we weed our garden too, don't we? Yeah, we go out and pick up all the weeds and, oh, anything else that might grow out there. We had mushrooms one time, remember? The black ones in the front? Had to pull those out too. We don't want our house to look funny on the outside. We want it to look beautiful. Or just like the bears. Now, most of their neighbors took good care of their homes as well. The pandas across the street were even bigger neatniks than the bears. It seemed they were always hard at work sweeping and cleaning. Now Farmer Ben's farm, just down the road, was always in apple pie order too. Even his chicken coop was as neat as a pin. A place for everything and everything in its place. That's my motto, said Farmer, Farmer Ben. Ooh, I like that. That's a good motto. A place for everything and everything in its place. 
The Bear family had a few neighbors whose houses were positively fancy, like Mayor Honeypot, the bear who rode around Bear Town in a long lavender limousine. Ooh, that's alliteration when you have three words, more than one word in a row with the same letter. <clears throat> okay. His house was three stories tall and built of brick, and it had a big brass knocker in the front door and statues of flamingos in the front lawn. Even more impressive was the mansion of Squire Grizzly, the richest bear in all bear country. It stood on a hill, surrounded by acres of lawns and gardens, and dozens of servants and gardeners took care of the place the bear family was proud of their neighborhood, and they got along well with all their neighbors. Except for the Bog Brothers. The Bog Brothers lived in a run-down old shack, not far from the Bear family's treehouse, but what a difference. Their roof was caving in and the whole place leaned to one side. There was junk all over their yard and chickens and dogs and cats ran everywhere. A big pig wallowed in the mud out back. Those bog brothers, Mama would say whenever she saw them. They're a disgrace to the neighborhood. Yeah agreed Papa. They certainly are a problem. One bright spring morning, the Bear family was working outside, cleaning up and fixing up when the Bog Brothers came along. They were driving their broken down old jalopy. It made a terrific clanking racket. Do you know what a jalopy is? So in the picture, we can see they're coming along, and it looks, can you describe what it is in the picture? Uh-huh, it's a car. Wait, you, 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 I can say it for you. It, it is a big car, and that is exactly what a jalopy is. Typically, they're old, big cars, okay? As they drove past the treehouse, one of the Bog brothers spit out of the car. It narrowly missed the bear's mailbox. Really? Said Mama, shocked. Those bog brothers are a disgrace. I agree, said Papa, getting the mail out of the mailbox. I'm afraid they're not very good neighbors. Um, one of Mommy's pet peeves is when people spit in public. I think it is super, super gross. And after having just been through a pandemic, I think any of your bodily fluids belong in your body, unless you're going potty. And that should be done in a bathroom somewhere. Restroom. Ahem. Moving on. Papa looked through the mail and found a big yellow flyer rolled up. He opened it and showed it to the rest of the family. You want me to read it to you? 
Okay, it says, Come one, come all to the Big Bear Town Festival. Help celebrate our wonderful neighborhood. Games, rides, contests, prizes, fireworks. Saturday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Horace J. Honeypot, Mayor. Oh, it's a festival. I wonder if they're going to go. Oh, boy, said sister and brother. It's like a big block party. Can we go? It certainly sounds like fun, said Mama. What do you think, Papa? Everyone in town will be there, said Papa. We ought to go, too. Yeah, cried the cubs. So on Saturday morning, they all piled into the car. They had a picnic basket and folding chairs, and they were looking forward to a day of fun and excitement. But as they drove along, the car began to make a funny sound. It started out as a but it soon developed into a that doesn't sound good. Oh dear, said Mama. What is that awful sound the car is making? And just then, the car made a much worse sound. A loud can you sound, can you figure it out? What is that sound? Mm-hmm. It came to a sudden halt and the radiator cap flew off and they all climbed out and Papa opened the hood. <coughs> I guess it's overheated, said Papa, waving at a cloud of steam with his hat. Oh no, said Sister. How are we going to get to the Bear Town Festival? Well, maybe someone will stop and give us a hand, said Papa, hopefully. Look, here comes a car. Let's all wave. Maybe they will stop. It was Mrs. Mm, look at this. It was the mayor and Mrs. Honeypot in their long lavender limousine. They were on the way to the festival, too. Their car slowed down, but it didn't stop. The mayor leaned his head out of the window. Sorry, we can't stop, he said. We're late already. I'm master of ceremonies today. We've got to be there on time. I'm sure someone will stop to help you. And he pulled away with a squeal of tires. Let me ask you a question. Was that kind? No. What's more important to Mr. Honeypot? Being the center of the master of ceremonies or helping his friends? Helping his friends. What should be more important? And then what actually is? Because his choices, his actions, show us that he felt like being master of ceremonies was more important than helping the bear family. Don't you think? Yeah. Hmm. Said Papa. Mm, maybe someone else will come along. Soon, another car did come along. It was Squire and Lady McGrizzly being driven to the festival in their big black Grizz-Royce. They slowed down too. Lady Grizzly rolled down her window. I'm afraid we can't stop, she said. We, we don't have time. I'm the judge of the flower arranging contest. We simply must hurry. And with that, they pulled away. Now, what is more important to Lady Grizzly? Helping her neighbors or judging a flower contest? Well, she said judging the flower contest. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's more important. 
but what should be more important? Helping the bear Mm-hmm. Maybe no one is going to stop, said Sister. Maybe we're never going to get to the festival. Well, one of our neighbors is sure to stop and help us, said Mama. After all, what are neighbors for? Yeah, said Brother. But do they know that? A cloud of dust appeared down the road. Here comes someone now, Sister said eagerly. The dust cloud drew closer and they could hear a clackety racket getting louder. Uh-oh, said Papa, shading his eyes and peering down the road. If that's who I think it is, it was. It was the Bog Brothers. They came clanking up in their rickety old jalopy and screeched to a halt. I'm kind of worried about what's going to happen because those guys, they do not have very good manners. I'm going to guess they're not going to be helpful at all, right? I get, I think that one. I think that one's going to spit in the engine oh, of the car. Yeah, they'll probably spit in the engine of the car because they're gross, right? Mm-hmm. Ugh, first one, then another, then another of the Bog Brothers came climbing out. Howdy, said the first bog brother. Hello there, said Papa. I'm, <clears throat> I'm Lim, said the first bog brother. I can see you're having trouble with your vehicle. Well, <clears throat> yes, we are, said Papa. Maybe we could give you a hand, said Lim. Uh, that would be very neighborly of you said Papa. Hey, Clem! Hey, Sham! called Lem. Get out the rope! And the other two bog brothers rooted around at the back of their jalopy and came up with a length of rope. They hitched it to the back bumper of their car and then tied the other end around the front bumper of the bear's car. On board! said Lim. The bear family climbed in hastily back to their car and the Bog brothers pulled away towing the bear's car behind them. <gasps> Are you shocked? That didn't go at all the way we thought it would. Why, these brothers, Lem and Clem and Shem, were Quite nice. They were quite nice, and they were helpful and kind. They were the real, true neighbors, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Where are they taking us? Asked Mama. Papa shrugged. Well, at least we're moving. Brother and sister hoped the Bog brothers weren't taking them down to their old shack. They didn't want to meet that big pig. They soon pulled into a rundown old filling station. Someone who looked like an older version of the Bog Brothers came out. Hello, Uncle Zeke, said Lem. Hello, nephew, said Uncle Zeke. What can I do you for? These poor folks done broke down down the road, said Lem. You reckon you could fix them up? Yeah, let's take a look said Uncle Zeke. 
and he looked under the car's hood and banged and clanged around and he came up with a length of burst hose. Radiator hose, he said. Busted clean open. Should have another one of these around here somewheres. Uncle Zeke rummaged around behind the filling station and soon came back with a radiator hose. And I would like to point out that Uncle Zeke has a pile of what looks to me like junk behind his little filling station. But in that junk was just what they needed. And in that and the junk isn't really junk. It might be like Like that's a steering wheel. Like if someone's mm-hmm. steering wheel pops off he he can yeah. back off. Maybe he just really what he really needs is someone who can help him organize things. Right? And then maybe develop some storage systems for his things. Because it looks like a filling station might maybe perhaps be able to use things like tires and stuff, but he's just not very organized. I think maybe if he had someone to help him organize, that would be good. So he banged and clanged under the hood for a few more minutes. There, he said, wiping his hands. Good as new. We'll top off the radiator and you folks can be on your way. Thank you very much, said Papa, relieved. He shook hands with Uncle Zeke and the Bog Brothers. Thank you, said Mama, brother, and sister. Honey Bear waved. How much do we owe you? asked Papa, reaching for his wallet. Nothing, said Lamb. This one's on us. After all, we're neighbors. They're not even going to ask him to pay for the part. Wow. That's right, said Mama with a gulp. We are. (laughs) In fact, how would you, neighbors, like to come over to our house for dinner next week? Papa, brother, and sister all stared at Mama with their mouths open. And it's right neighborly of you, said Lim. Don't mind if we do. Shim's cooking's getting a bit tiresome. Too much possum stew. Yuck. (laughs) We were on our way to the Bear Town Festival, said Papa. Would you... Like to join us? Sure would, said Lim. We ain't been to a big shindig since Grandpap's 90th birthday party. So the Bear family drove to Bear Town with the Bog Brothers and Uncle Zeke. They were a little late, but they hadn't missed much. Just Mayor Honeypot's welcoming speech. And they all joined in in the games and the rides and the contest. And when it was time for fireworks, the Bog Brothers livened... Pow, pop, mm-hmm. pow, pop. Mm-hmm. There's the, pow, pop, the fireworks. Pop. Friends, we can see them all going pow and pop. Philip was pow, pop, making pow, that pop, happen pow, for us. Pop, pow, pop. Just like a fireworks sounds. So the Bog Brothers livened things up with some music of their own. And the next week, the Bog Brothers came over to the Bears Treehouse for dinner. They wore their best clothes and got all spruced up for the occasion. They even brought a housewarming gift. A big pot of Shim's special possum stew. Yeah, it was delicious. 
you never know until you try. Now, it may not seem like something that you would naturally enjoy, but we don't ever want to hurt someone's feelings by saying yuck to their yum, right? Mm -hmm. So it's nice to be polite, give it a little taste, but it doesn't have to be for you if you don't like it, right? You can say thanks for letting me have a taste and then that can be the end of it. And that, my friends, is the end. What the end. Are you doing?